Hey, this is Dan here from Rune Silk, and I'm joined by one other, and that's none other than Demo for Show. And this is the Beard Mail Podcast. So sit back, listen, and enjoy. It's episode six, Dan, episode six. So we did it. We actually made made it to the end of season one. It's not actually the end of season one, is it? It's just the, the end of the first six that we said that we would do. That's right. And um, we are talking about today, uh, we're talking about beard competitions, mate. Beard competitions. So how do you want to how do you want to kick it off, mate? That's that's our theme. But as always, it's just going to be a loose, casual chat. I tell a little story, you tell a little story. Um, we have a laugh, we entertain people. But this one might be a little bit more educational because we are going to tell you about some dates that are coming up. So I mean, let's start with the concept of beard competitions, Dan. What's what's the first one you ever went to? My first ever competition was Braw in 2020 up in Kalarski, Drygate Brewery, the Braw Beard competition with liver beards, liver beards, liver, liver beards. Um, and it was good. It was really fun. I took me and the missus went. We took the long drive to Glasgow, um, stayed overnight, got really drunk, met loads of cool people. My or may not have placed in a in one of the in the competition but you can shout funny, about it there's a funny story well there's a there's a funny story i'll tell you well you know just uh natural over four inches we're talking about second you second mate. Know, well uh, done well second done. place i came i came second to a guy in a kilt whose beard was questionably might have been better than mine but i think it was just because i was a cambridge boy on their turf and they gave it first place to a guy in a kilt May or may not have that twisted, but some you know you can see why I might have got that that idea. Um, it, it was actually really funny. Um, I don't know if we if we're telling stories yet, but yeah, go uh, for it. Oh, I almost missed. I, I drove all the way to Glasgow for this competition, and I almost missed my heat because I was so so drunk, um, <laughs> and I was out talking um, talking to uh, various various people. Um, but one of them was uh, Luke from from um, what's his surname? Lazenby, Luke Lazenby. Uh, talking to Luke Lazenby for absolutely hours, and um, and Joe DeBill came out. Big Joe. He said, he said, uh, he said, Dan, you've just missed your heat. And I was like, I was like, oh, oh, oh what? I thought, really? Oh, that's that's a shame. I, was, I, I ran anyway. I ran in. I was like, oh, well, it was not not going to start without me, you bastards. Um, and I literally got to the back of the queue as I was just about to step on stage. It was like that, like, whoo, um, and then came second place. So I was quite pleased. Um, but it was just really good fun. Um, got to meet, you know, Wayne Alexander and 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 Big Jard um, from, from Home of the Beardos. And, um, yeah, met, met loads of people that I'd... Um, I'd obviously seen online and never never met before and it was just it was just really good fun and it was at a brewery and I drank loads and 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 I may or may not have snuck some rune silk samples in nice and undercover <laughs> rune silk it's good it's a good place to start actually with broad beards because that is yeah it tends to be the first competition on the beardy calendar so for those of you that don't know um beard competitions are a thing up and down the country and across the world um mm -hmm. and 
I mean, they've been going for, I think some of the first ones, certainly the first British was way, way back. I think it might be like 2013. Um, I should have done a bit of research really, but I know like the, the old, the old guard, like your Matt Walls and your Stu from Fine Fettel and that, and they were been involved in beard competitions and the Wessex, lad, Wessex lads and that from, from very early on. I think it was Bristol or Bath or somewhere. Um, but I obviously came into this um, from, 2016 which was the british championships in liverpool so the the, the british championships well those called the british championships still anybody from anywhere can can enter so you do get people come from around the world but it's technically the british championships is every two years obviously it's gone a mm. little bit wonky with covid but every two years and then the world championships are every two years as well but they alternate so each year there is a massive competition so you're either going to be at the british or the world's um, that's the biggest competition on the scene but generally um they're quite respectful the guys that run the competitions um tend to respect each other's sort of timings and that so they're not too clashy um you'll never sort of get to a place where you've got two competitions in the same weekend um there's a little bit of an unwritten rule really where if you're going to set up a new competition you sort of try and fit it in where there isn't another one um but yeah for all bids um it hasn't been going for that long actually i think they've done four uh four now and um and that is the Go first just quickly demo yeah the, the the first event date on record for the world beard and mustache championships was 1990. What about British? Have you got the British one? Because I know the, uh, the British was only twenty fourteen. I think that was the that was the world and um, two thousand and twelve, maybe two thousand and twelve. That's that's me. Just that it, I can't find the exact um, the exact, but because it, it keeps popping up with uh, the the latest one coming up. So, I mean, it's but they've only been the British, like it's only been going for 10 years. But I mean, yeah, yeah. phenomenally around the world, people have had beards for a long time. But I mean, for people that don't know, um, it tends to just be guys getting together and ladies as well. There's creative categories for, for the ladies and for the kids as well. Um, some are, some are kid friendly, some are um, adults only. So, like, Broadbeard is I like Broadbeard because actually it's it's in a brewery, so you have to be over 18, um, mm. and, it, and, it, and it's up a set of steps, but um. Yeah, so they, they can be family affairs, but then they can also just be like, slow drinking. Just the fact that it's up a set of steps and that makes it cool. No, well, not that that made it cool. It's just like, if you've had a few too many scoops, it's, it's hard work getting down, down them Yeah, steps. yeah. yeah um, it's, it's, waiting, it's waiting on those steps to get in was fun, especially when it's slightly raining and everyone's there like shield, shielding their beards. Like, oh, God, man, I've got like, you know, can't, it's raining and then trying to get in and, and that sort of stuff. It, it was really good fun. Um, so yeah, so Broadbeard's first one on the calendar, and then the, I mean, you, you can normally get about eight eight a year. Um, mm. And I think the first one ever I, when I went to was the Wessex competition, um, and I didn't uh, I didn't enter because I was too scared, I was too nervous. And now everybody says the same thing. Oh yeah, well, I'd like to go, but I'm a bit nervous. I don't want to go on stage. You absolutely should just get involved and get on stage if you go to a competition. There's no reason to be nervous. It's just a nice group of guys having a few beers, raising some money for charity. Um, usually there's a stage and a compier and a mic, but you literally do your little bit. Like it's like being on blind date. What's your name? Where'd you come from? And yeah. uh, and you do your little bit. You get judged by a uh, by a few, um, but it's all a good laugh and it's all in good. It's all in good spirit, and um, they, they are definitely uh, good events to attend. And what is nice, and you mentioned it already, actually, is that you get to meet a lot of the people from the beard community that you know through Facebook groups or through interacting online, and you get to mm. see them in real life. And often 
they're a lot different in real life. Uh, I've seen some people like bloody hell, you're a lot taller than I thought, and then I was like bloody hell, you're a lot shorter than I thought. Um, yeah, it's, it's crazy, isn't it? You, you kind of paint a picture of what they're going to be like in real life, and then you know, I know people always said that you know Wayne Alexander is a big old guy, but you don't realize how big he is until you stand next to him. <laughs> well, when I just mentioned the really tall one and the really short one, I was talking about Wayne and Craig. Boy, and Craig, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big shout out Yeah, because I, I I always thought that, that Craig would be a, a bit bigger because, you know, and he looks quite menacing, doesn't he? Because he's got the scar on his cheek and he looks a little bit menacing. And then and then you meet him in person, you're like, oh, he's small. Then I thought, love you. I do love Craig. I don't, there, there are there are some, some big characters and there are some decent prizes to be had as well, but it is mostly about mm. a bit of fun. So, yeah, Brawlbeard is a, is a place that I've done a couple of Brawlbeards. I had a a third at Brawl. But what my most interesting story of a Brawl was, it was the first time I'd met John Jackson um, and I'd messaged him beforehand about the demo pose. Obviously, we've talked about the demo pose on, on previous episodes, but mm. I wanted to get everybody in the room doing it. So I cleared it with John. I said, look, can I get on the mic and 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 and, and tell people about the demo pose and do it and get a picture? And I was really, really nervous because I was. this was a long time ago. This was before I'd have been comfortable picking up a mic. And I literally, I'm, we're thinking about, you know, you, you running up to the stage when you went and and being a little bit last, I was in that queue for ages waiting to get on stage and I was shitting myself. I was nervous. The adrenaline was pumping. And I was like, this is it. I'm like, what if everybody doesn't do it? And and you know, how is it going to go down and that? And I was really, really nervous. I got on there, did it. I've got a brilliant picture of it, um, of everyone doing the demo post. And that was it. It was cemented. And John Jackson is actually a really, really nice guy. Um, and that's a good old event. Um is Brawlbeard. So, yeah, I know obviously with COVID, things have been put off a little bit, um, but hopefully uh, back together. And while we're talking about Brawl, we might as well mention, because um, we've got some dates to talk about. Yeah, they're back um, on Brawl. They're back on for 2023, yeah. aren't they? I know that's next so, year, but they've announced their 2023 date. 18th of February, 2023, tickets are on sale for the Brawlbeard comp. So if you are super keen, you can get your tickets way, way, way in advance. Um, but, yeah, so that's 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 the first one on the calendar, usually. You get you get a couple of, while we're talking about beard competitions, we have, like, the, the standard ones that people go to and new ones, but there are also little cheeky little ones at other things as mm. well. So, for example, I've always wanted to go to the Jorvik Festival, um, which is... Yeah, a few lads went um, before. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah but it, it uh, always usually clashes with Brawlbeard, but they do mm. have a little beard competition. It's just not the main focus. Obviously, at Brawlbeard, the main focus is the competition, but at Jorvik, they do have a little beard competition, but it's it's mostly just you know people that are having a Viking day out, and it's a little bit of an extra thing. So there are some other little ones scattered about. Um, they have a great whole feast as well, don't they? They have like yeah, a that, massive I, I feast would, you can... There's loads oh, of them good. sort of things. There's a, we'll, we'll do another podcast about that because there's a Valhalla one uh, down south. Mm. There's a lot of them about. I'd love to do it. But, um, but yeah, so there is a cheeky little beard competition at that. But, um, but yeah, so that's the Yorick Festivals. That's the start of the calendar. And then, obviously, when the summer comes along, it's much better to do it out in the summer because you can go and have beers and a bit of sunshine. Um, and uh, and there we go. So that was your first competition. My first competition was... Um, was Wessex. I didn't compete. I think the first time I competed might have been Brawl. Um, I did quite a few. I did liver bids. Um, mm -hmm. I've a lot. Actually, I want to just have a little shout out. Those of you that are listening on the podcast, you won't see this, but this is my uh, demo pose flag that I have. And I pop that on a table. So whenever I go to a beard competition now, that's my table. So I can remember when I'm drunk where to go back and sit down because otherwise I'd, I would lose my place. Because um, like you say, Dan, there is usually a little bit of drinking. You don't have to. There's plenty of people that go along and don't drink. And there's plenty of people that go along and drink way too much. 
I'm pointing at me. Mm. For the listeners on the podcast, pointing at me. Um, but this year, um, there's a lot, and there's a new competition coming up as well. So what should we talk about, Dan? Past experiences, or should we talk about new ones coming up? What should we talk about? Oh, I don't know, actually. It's kind of, uh, I think, I mean, we can uh, we can always look at the calendar a bit later on. I mean, yeah. it, would, it might be quite nice to just, just shout out about, I'm sure Jamie would be really pleased to, for us to shout out about his latest one, because I think that's the next big one, because it's quite early in the year, isn't it, being May? Yeah, so May the 21st is uh, Jamie Cox from Opie's is holding his first Opie's um, beard and moustache uh, competition, and that's going to be at the Loddon brewery in reading so it's actually nice that that that's not a bad location as well because some of them tend to be really far down south you've got the wessex southwest yeah. plymouth and cornwall um and then you've got glasgow which is way 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 up um mm. and so it's nice actually there's one there's, there's a little bit more in the middle um there's also uh, the whiskers west midlands have put on um some in the past birmingham way which have been nice um i think that might have been my actual second competition i think um and picked up a, a little trophy there but yeah so red in brawl um red in opies um but it's at an actual like beer festival so i mean you can't go wrong there's going to be street food there's going to be beers and then yeah, I think be really good be, fun. i've got my ticket yeah. have you got your ticket are you competing um i haven't yet um because I'm, I'm hoping that Jamie's going to say, do you want to come and be a judge? But I haven't heard nothing yet. So I'm thinking the longer I don't buy a ticket, the more he's going to think, oh, hang on, Dan won't buy a ticket yet. I better, I better invite him to be a judge. Um, so no, I haven't got it yet, but I need to um, I need to have a look at it. I need to get the accommodation sorted because um, that sometimes they do, the good the good places to stay do get snapped up quick. And actually mm. it, it tends to be, you get a lot of beer, those all stay in the same place. And then you have, you know, beers afterwards or you meet up and have a, a breakfast in the morning or what have you. So yeah, I do need to get something firmed up um, but i absolutely will be going um i just need to firm up my ticket and that so yeah that will be good it's, and it'd be nice because it's new and it's different and it's in a new area um and i think it's it's far enough south to encourage some of the southerners to come up um yeah. and it'd be nice it'd be nice to see some new folk new folk so that I, I, um, I think it'd be, it'd be quite nice because i know it's being quite flexible because i can't actually remember what category i booked in and i said and i even said to jim i was like i, I have no idea what, what size my beard will be in may um it might be shorter it might be longer i might trim it i might let it grow and he's already kind of said you know well look you know people can get their ticket come on the day we'll measure your bid and we'll, we'll put you in whatever category you kind of fit in which so which i think is quite i think it's quite nice quite nice and i'm, I'm really looking forward to it actually It'll be my first what, comp of the year what think, tends yeah. to happen is um obviously you have a bit of a measure when you turn up on the day and if you are a little mm. bit longer or a little bit short they might change your category a little bit but that said it's easier for the organizers if you do get the right ticket and and turn up on the, the right thing and the right day but it also depends because jamie's been quite flexible and i know he's even you know he would put on a different category i think he's having ginger beards um which which i'd only seen at broadbeard before but i think if yeah. you said to him jamie can you do a, can you do a category for um, over six foot five gentlemen with ginger beards that are wearing shorts, he'd probably put a category on for you like that. Um, but it really does depend. I mean, the British Championships um, and the World Championships, they have to stick to more of a rigid schedule. There has to be, there's like 23, 24 categories. Yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously, if you're in that, you have to be very particular and make sure you're getting the right one. But that said, if you turn up to a competition and you're entering the natural category, um, and then you turn up and you've got a massive styled moustache, it's a case of, well, they don't want you to just get 
um, disqualified. So they would just change your category and say, right, well, actually, you should be in this category. Um, you know, if you turn up to to join the under 10, 10 inches and you've got a 12 inch beard, they're like, you can't you can't go and join that category. So they would move you around and be a little bit flexible. So, mm. um, yeah, but it's good. I mean, and, and beard competitions, I've been to some where they've got four categories and I've, and I've been to others where they've had 25 categories. So it really does depend. Do a little bit of research, have a little look on the website. Um, but yeah. yeah, you don't you don't know how big you're going to be. But I would always recommend um, have a little trim a day or two before the competition. Um, measure yourself up, and it's better to have the biggest beard in your category. Um, it's like it's like fighting, like boxing. You know, you, you want to weigh in um, and come back as the, the the biggest fella in your in your weight category. You want to have the biggest beard. It, it doesn't necessarily mean you know you're going to have a better chance, but. I mean, if you're in a if you're in an under eight inch beard category and you've only got two mm. inches of beard, you've got to do something magical to stand out. Um, but that can be done as well. You know, you mentioned oh, absolutely, of, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think I think with 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 bra, um, I, I kind of I think I just I flipped some stickers across the table at the guys because I'd never been to a competition in my life. That's you know, a mad kind of wall move. They go, they go, what what do you what do you do? Like, you just kind of go up on stage and people just kind of look at your beard. And you just kind of stand there and do like little poses and that and get your beard in different angles for them to check it out. And, and I, I did have a fresh trim uh, and it was looking really nice and like kind of kind of squared and, and cut, but it had a good bit of length at the front. Mm. And I saw some sort of doing this and I'm like, flick some stickers. And the guy was like, is that a bribe? I was like, no, nah, it's just a gift. <laughs> a gift of bribery. That's a, a gift of bribery. That's what Matt Wall always does. He's always giving out some stickers when he's when he's competing. That's it. That's a tried and trusted Matt Wall technique. That is. You you wait till the you wait till the TBBMC. I've got a cracker, absolute cracker. So the 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 British Championships this year, seamless link, seamless link, is on the twenty seventh of August. Um, if anyone's listening to this back, like the year is presently 2022. Um, the British. <laughs> yeah. the Br- <laughs> I start looking at the calendar if you read, listen to this in 2025, you, yeah. you missed it. It should have been in 2020, but because of COVID, it got put back and then it got put back again. So fingers crossed it's going to happen this year, 2022, uh, in the town of Rugby, which is my old hometown. I was, used to live there for a long time. Um, ran by Ibear Club and the Whiskers West Midlands. Um, and it's mm. at the Temple uh, Brewery, not Temple Brewery, Temple Speech. Temple Room. Temple Speech Yeah, it's like a big sort of auditorium, um, sort of sitting in rows, sort of fashion with a massive grandioso stage and and beardy chaps on the on the wall. Um, but yeah, so that's that's going to be one where there's obviously twenty five odd categories. Um, I think we're sponsoring five. two of them. Nice. What are you sponsoring, Dan? Let's have a plug for Rune Silk. I think I, th- I th- think it was a long time ago since I, we signed up because obviously it was pre-2020 or when we were looking at it. I think mm. it's 12-inch or over 12-inch natural and partial. Mm. So what – and again, we're educating. Chops. chops. Partial chops. Just chops. chops. Just chops. Yeah. I can't remember now. It was, there's two. It was, it's, there's two. What, what tends to happen at a beard comp is you have all them categories. You will have a first place, second place, and third place, and each of them will get a goodie bag or a prize from usually the sponsor of that category. Um, so, yeah, so if you're in the category that RuneSilk are sponsoring, you're most likely to get some RuneSilk swag. Is that right? You, you donate some prizes? Absolutely. No, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the prizes will be, but it will probably be third place will get a product, second yeah. prize will get two products, and, and first prize will get a full gift set of some variety, like a full stack with a balm of butter and oil in a comb or something like that. So, yeah, it'll be pretty, it'll be pretty good. good. Good, nice prize. Not a good, good prize, I think. Um, 
more importantly there, Dan, the trophy. The trophies, the trophies, what I like about the beard community and beard competitions is the trophies vary massively. I've had some really, really, really rubbish. Uh, is that the Oxford? Is that the Oxford? And, one of the Oxford. And I've had some really, 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 really good ones. They're all awesome, right? Because it's just the fact that you were there and you made it into the top three. But this is one from the Oxfordshire Beard Festival. And yeah. These were handcrafted. This is real life wood from Russell Bristow for show, who's a, a double world champion. No, he's a world champion, uh, Dali champion. Um, and he's actually a, um, a tree surgeon. So he's actually cut these bits of wood as the base. And then they've actually got wrestling figures and glued them to the base. And these were the, <laughs> these correct, were yeah. the trophies. Um, so yeah, I mean, sometimes you get in, you know, big. I've had big plastic frames. I've had wooden stuff. I've had them little. Yeah, they, Braw they, tend they, to do wooden. Braw tend to do the, the wooden ones, don't they? Them little pop figures. I've had one of them on a. One some have big shields. The beard on have some amazing um, disc things. And I think actually, I don't know. Um, the, the plans for uh, the British, they were going to have some really good trophies. So, yeah, it's always interesting to see what they come up with. If you look at some of the, the American competitions, I've seen some outrageous trophies, like huge, mm. massive, like, exhaust pipes and stuff, like, carved into, like, the art. Oh, phenomenal. The trophies are a big deal. Trophies, mm. prizes, beers, fun, charity. That's what beer competitions are all about. It's just, it's just all around good, good, isn't it? I mean, good fun. I mean, we, yeah, I think we... We went to to Beard On. Well, that was where we first met. Actually, was was Beard On, wasn't it? And we mm -hmm. had a stand at Beard On. Uh, I think we've got. I think uh, Mick Wallage has confirmed that we've got a stand this this year's one. I know we're jumping ahead to October, but we've got a stand at that one as well. So we're doing quite a lot of um, showcasing at Beard Comps this year, um, which hopefully should be pretty cool because obviously we sell beard care products. Yeah. So as again, there actually, we probably failed to mention this, but usually at a beard competition, there will be a couple of vendors. So you will have a, a rune silk or an opies or whoever it may be um, that have like a stand. So that's a great way to meet the owners. Um, it's a great way for you to get your brands out there and your products out there. Um, but also it's a great way to support the UK independence because you know they're supporting the charity by being there. They're usually paying a few quid mm -hmm. to be there, um, which helps the charity, which is nice. Um, but then it's as I say, it's a great way to meet people and try out some some new stuff that you might not have seen or heard. I mean, we did like I say we went beard on last year, and the bearded Viking were there who I'd not heard of or not seen. So um, mm. I just did a chat with Lewis at, at that gig there, and beard monsters were there as well. Um, so yeah, you normally get four or five, and it depends. I mean, when they did um, the British at Blackpool, I think they had like eighteen vendors or something like that. Um, oh, nice. So, yeah, it's a really good way. And it's not always necessarily all with beard stuff as well. So that was where I first, in the Wessex, I met Bilf, who was Victoria Scarfield. Um, and they, they do um, merchandise, you know, it's not beard um, products, um, not beard butters and balms and oils and that, but actually like clothing and that. So I think there was actually they had a couple of cider vendors down there, some mead vendors as well. So, yeah, it's not always um, not always beard stuff. But, but yeah, you, you, it's, it's a good day to meet them. Obviously, we skipped forward mm. a little bit for October there, but going backwards, we did mention the Oxfordshire. So they've announced their competition for this year, which is great. I, I personally think it's one of the best on the scene because they're always a little bit quirky. They have a decent theme and... Um, they usually have some extracurricular prizes, prizes. So the Oxfordshire Beer Festival is on the 10th of September. Um, and it's going well, to be... put that one in, actually, because they, they, they only recently announced it, didn't they? Yeah. Um, it's, at the, um, it's at an ISIS hotel on the river. Um, so, but to give you an example, the, the last one was a wrestling theme. And they actually had prizes. We played tag team wrestling. 
Um, so me and Smithy went as a tag team. We both dressed up as Vikings. We paddled there on a canoe, um, and we we did the twister, and we we actually we we won that, which was another couple of trophies. They had thumb wars, which uh, I think Santa Blake smashed that one. He was just he's an epic at thumb wars, um, and they had an arm wrestling competition as well. So it wasn't even just about the beards and and the, the best beards. It was also um, a little bit extracurricular. So looking forward to that one. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the tenth. Lovely. That sounds really good. Yeah, I need. I must try and book in on that one. I'll try and uh, that'll be good. And again, that's you know um, Oxford, so it's it's still south, but not as south as, as Devon and Cornwall and the like. And then mm. back up to to um, the central beardsman, so Mick Wallage and his crew um, at uh, Mansfield, at uh, where we met last year. So beard on that is going to be the first of October this year. So that's one, two, three, four. That's four already in the diary. Um, and last year we managed to squeeze two in. Actually, we we'll give a little shout out to the uh, Plymouth from Cornwall. So um, Mike and Claire organised a little one, which was pretty brave, really, with COVID going on. Mm. Um, oh yeah, because that was that was just just as we were sort of leaving all lockdowns yeah, and stuff, was, wasn't it? So I think they it was one of those ones that sort of like last minute kind of we're going to do it. Can we do it? We did it. Um, mm. I can't remember where I was for that one because I, I would have loved to have come down for that one. But at, um, I know I was somewhere miles away, and it was going to be too far for me to go to court because you that, you went and didn't uh, with Paddy as well. Yeah, Paddy... I went with Paddy and Smithy, and uh, DBSed right. it up, and we had a crack. I, I was because I think I was working or doing something, and I couldn't drive down to Plymouth and then back to Cambridgeshire, and then I was off yeah. somewhere to do something, and I was like, I can't, I can't do it. I got work the next day or something like that. So, I mean, obviously, um, the, the central beersman, that uh, being in uh, near Junction 28 at the M1, that's a bit further up north. And actually, uh, Mick has promised us that it's going to be bigger and better um, than the last one. So I'm really looking forward to that because um, they, do, they do put on a good show. It's, it's, it's a big old venue and they usually have some decent uh, music and that. So, mm. yeah, I mean, that's that's four for the calendar. Um, I mean, and then there's, there's massive, massive, massive news. Um, that the, the Wessex are going to be holding the world championships, um, which is scheduled Ooh. it's scheduled now for 2025. So when we were um in Antwerp, so the last world championships were in 2019 uh, in Antwerp, and that was the one obviously I I got dressed and up. How did you get there, Damo? I, I got dressed up as Forest Comp and I ran there all by myself. Uh 300 miles 300 miles over 13 days. Uh, me and my rucksack and my Forest Comp outfit and my blisters on my feet. Um got there in emphatic fashion. But at that competition uh, they actually um they they sort of have a vote and they have a process where you bid to win you know hosting the next um one and um and the one after that so mm. i think things are changing because of covid i don't know what's happening but technically and as i said the years have gone all wonky but technically new zealand is going to be the next world championships um and that was how you getting there well, I was thinking I'm gonna to have to row that one because it's watering. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so as, as it as it stands, um, unless you're in the know in the know, um, New Zealand is supposed to be the next world championships, and then Bristol, um, Wessex holding it in Bristol, um, the one after that. But it's massive, it's absolutely massive news that a world mm. championship is going to be held in England, in the UK. Um, because the, the last one obviously was Antwerp, before that was Austin, Texas. Um, and I think the other one was like, I want to say Hungary or somewhere, I don't even know. Um, but yeah, so the fact that the world championship is coming to England is brilliant. So I'm very much looking yeah, forward to that. Huge. It should be, That'd be really it should be 20 should be 2025 
Um, so plenty of time to grow a beard. If you've never been to a beard competition, start practicing now. You've got three years until the world championships. Um, so that's what. So what? What months are free for us? If we wanted to do our own beard male beard competition, we'd have March, April, November. Well, do you know December. what? It varies because there's. I know. I spoke to um, like the Wessex. They're not doing one this year. They got hit bad by mm. COVID, um, and they got hit massively on a lot of PayPal fees and stuff from organising stuff that went. They had to give money back and that. So um, usually oh, on course, the calendar, yeah. you would have the Wessex competition, and also you'd have the Southwest um, competition as well. So, you know, they're just they just they're not not doing it this year. So who knows mm. what might happen um, next year? And, I'm, and, and, I, and I actually said this out loud um, in DBSE today. Actually, I, I think the the UK is crying out for a Welsh one. There are so many new beard brands that have set up in in Wales through furlough mm. um, that I absolutely think they should they should set one up. Somebody somewhere should set one up in Wales. So. Unless we unless we do a beard male one in Wales, but no, I think leave, leave the Welsh to the to the Welsh boys. It would be nice if they did well, one. We don't but, really, as far as I'm aware, there isn't really one um, in East Cambridge, Anglia, but that, yeah, and and also, I mean, East Anglia and this way, I think that's home to the biggest bearded villains um, hmm. group as well in in East Anglia and that sort of area. So um, yeah, it'd be have interesting. Word, Maybe have a word. Hmm. We do ponder. We do ponder. I mean, it'd be it's a lot of work that goes into organising these sorts of things. I'm not. I'm not going to be like, oh, it's a piece of cake. We can pop it up in the in no time tomorrow. It's a lot of work that goes into building them, promoting them, running them. You know, I remember you know see see the guys at Beard on. You know, they're, they're putting so much effort into those events, and you know you see them at the end of the day, and obviously they're knackered, and you know, but you know, of course, there's been a lot of planning, and I think I think it's got to be quite nice for the organisers when the event's done, and everyone's gone and they and you go yeah oh, that was good that worked that was good and then sort of you get that kind of that the calm down phase of where you're kind of tired and broken and just get pissed and that sort of stuff but um i i will always remember beard on do you know what i will always remember about beard on demo for show um no pumpkin soup oh yes go a bit of pumpkin soup we that had was so them. funny was, so... was it pumpkin soup or was it curry sauce it was curry sauce. With uh, you could have said to me, "Oh, we should tell the story, really, shouldn't we?" Because people are going, "What so are funny. they talking about?" It was funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, the, the funny thing was, is I was stone cold, cold stone, uh, stone cold sober because I was driving everywhere, and obviously we we met you guys at the pub, and everyone was 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 hammered at that point, and Stephen Morris and his missus were were, were battered, and you were you were five soups deep, but I, I'll let I'll let you I'll let you reverse and talk about it because obviously well, start, you got there and had the soup beginning. before I arrived. Start from the beginning. So the the beard on competition was actually on Halloween. Um, and it's at a, a, like an event center. So there's a bar there and that, and there's a, there's a room. But um, there's usually, in fact, this is hot. It's not hot off the press, but there's usually a pre-party, right? So whenever there's a beard competition, tends to be on the Saturday, a lot of people will travel down the night before. So sometimes you have a bit of a pre-party on the Friday night. Um, more so like for the British, it's got an official actual pre-party where there's a couple of quid behind the bar if you do it to get a free drink if you're a competitor. But usually there's a, there's a sort of a, a bit of a, an, an unspoken rule. You tend to have a, a pre-party the night before. So I'd been up to, to Beard On and I'd found this little pub um, that was opposite the venue because in the venue on the Friday night, there was like kids running around. It was a Halloween kids party thing. And I'm like, 
no, I, I need to be in, a, in, a, in an old man's pub having a beer. So I went over, found this at the pub, a couple of other people come and met me, and they had a special pumpkin soup on. And it was weird, but it's up north, so they obviously <laughs> do this up north. They were just giving out cups of pumpkin soup. And this was on the Friday night, right? And I don't know whether I hadn't eaten something or there, but I've had a few beers. Oh, I'll try one of them. And I tried it, and it was just absolutely beautiful so in my brain then i'm just associating this pub with pumpkin soup and it's free as long as you're having beers it was free and then somehow i think it was so it was the saturday night then wasn't it we went back it was the saturday night the year that we that we met so, you after, on the, so yeah. after the event i went back to that pub on the prowl for some more pumpkin soup and there was a load <laughs> of us sat around and we were just banging on about pumpkin soup and they kept bringing out pumpkin soup and it was just bloody delicious and everybody had a load of pumpkin soup but I think it was curry sauce. I don't, I don't, it was just it had a twang but, to it, didn't didn't it. It got to the point though, wouldn't it? Wasn't it like they said? I think they said like you, you, you've, you've had too much. There. You've had far too much pumpkin soup. So, so obviously, we, so me and my wife have arrived at the pub, and Damo's like, "Do you, do you like do you like pumpkin soup?" And I'm like, "I don't know, Damo. I'm like, I can't say I've ever really been a connoisseur of pumpkin soup." He's like, "Well, if you if you get a drink at the bar, you can get some free free pumpkin soup. You could just give it to me." <laughs> <laughs> we drank them dry of pumpkin soup. I, I imagine they had a massive vat of it for the Halloween weekend. Um, and we <laughs> drank them dry. There was, a, there was they're, a, even, they're even saying, like, you, you've had it all. Like, there, there is no more pumpkin soup to be had. Stop, stop asking for pumpkin soup. But so that, so that, that's the kind of uh, you know, listeners, that's the kind of fun you're going to have at a um, a beard competition. It's not just about like, the, obviously, the taking part is, is fun. Um, I think. The, the beard on one, I think I, I was in the under eight inch category, which most people fell into. Um, so unfortunately, I didn't I didn't come first in that one. It was all the grey beards. Grey beards were all the rage in that in that heat. Actually, I think oh, every one that won. John Connor didn't he? He John won. John Connor, Sean Winston. Uh, John Connor won. had a good second or third, I think. Um, yeah, and he, then he should have got a, a bonus. Ten star award for his outfit, which his was pumpkin phenomenal. outfit. Yeah, that, that was crap. We probably should mention a bit of fancy dress. Actually, while we're talking beard competitions, some folk think it's appropriate to dress up. Um, and interestingly, I, I have this. I had this uh, um, epiphany when I was at the World Championships in in Antwerp. I sort of took a, a, a back seat a little bit because I had a terrible hangover, and I just looked around the room and I was like, "Beard competitions are just an excuse for men over forty to dress up." Because there was there was a pirate, there was a musketeer, there was a Jesus, there was a Viking. There was like there's just fancy dress everywhere because mm -hmm. people really take it seriously, certainly on the world stage and the beard stage. But then at Beard On, um, we also had a couple of fancy dressers. So um, I've been teaching some of my DBSC guys, you know, how to how to stand out and do well at a competition. So there was a Norseman and there was a, a chainsaw in Lewis Monkey. And John Connor rocked up with an actual pumpkin on his head. And an orange that was cracking, that was great. And this yeah. is the first time we'd, we'd met. So a lot of the guys had, had said to me, like, they're a bit nervous about competing. It's the first time they've been to a competition. I said, look, lads, absolutely, go for it. Go balls deep, get dressed up, come along. Um, you'll have a great time. And they did. It was so nice to see brand new people um, competing. Mm. Because the like, like Sean Winstanley, he wasn't even going to make it, actually, because he was dog-sitting um, and he was driving. But he, he drove down. He ended up staying the whole time. Um and he had a whale of time and he actually won it. And it, and it, it was a beautiful new grey beard on the scene. Um, but then the likes of Liam Sandy, you know, brought his family down and they were all in fancy dress. Um, mm -hmm. And it's just a really good, uh, wholesome occasion. And then 
there was me and Squid Games outfit. I just got terribly drunk and made a mess of myself. But you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. We had a whale of a time and got some good pictures. Where, where, where did you place? I actually, I was in the top four. Fourth. Category, fourth, yeah. fourth, yeah. so, you, topped, you, you came fourth, didn't you? That was good. Shout. Yeah. So yeah. it's not not bad going. So uh, yeah, our freestyle. Yeah, I mean, I think I came like sixth or seventh or something like that. So you did well. In, in my defence, right, the freestyle category is a big deal, right? So freestyle category is when you can literally do whatever you want to your beard and hairsprays involved and curlers and tongs and all sorts of wild stuff. And I fashioned mine into a squid. Now, in my defence, um, I had actually booked the freestyle champion of the world in my heart, Matt Wall. Matt Wall was supposed to be coming with me, staying with me and helping me do my beard. And he got a ping on the COVID thing, so he couldn't come. Um, oh, so I so I rocked up to the competition with a terrible hangover and just tried to do my beard in the back room in a hurry with hairspray and and it wasn't the it wasn't the best it wasn't the best I'm not a freestylist I can't I can't do it it takes skill um, and patience and a sober hand. Um, you see some incredible stuff though, don't you? And and I, and I love I think it was a, a, a brawl. I think there were some guys coming over from Germany. Um, yes, and they had the, the full on, you know, like the tweed jackets on, and you know, even Lee BMG's done some crazy stuff. And they do all the big curls, and they've got all yeah, the magnificent. Yeah. I, I was talking to one uh, one guy, uh, Craig Sigerson, I believe his name yeah. was, guy from South Africa living in Scotland. Um, and I think it took him six hours to get his beard right ready. It was a missus there with the hairspray, and 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 I think there was a mention of like Pritt stick and like all sorts of stuff. And he, are, he had like a are, massive, please. really long yeah. thing here and a cut he yeah. had a curl and a spike and you know it was just it was really it was magnificent and um and um i, I don't think i'd have the patience i went with just with natural and all i did was just blow dry my hair my beard it's like because you can't have anything in your beard so i was just like, i'll just blow dry it and then you just rock up and just don't move and then hope that my beard looks like it's got product in it and looks really cool the real art of freestyling is being able to to last till the end because it always tends to be the last category. So it means you turn up at a beard competition um, with it all ready to go and it looking beautiful and you spent a couple of hours getting it ready in the morning. Um, the competition might start drooping. at you know, two o'clock or it's something warm. and you've got to keep it going. The, the World Championships was actually the longest day of my life. Um and the freestylers, like they, it was like it was ten hours, eleven hours of of, of mm. competing until they were on the stage. Um, so massive kudos to the people that can keep a a firm styled tash for that long. Um, but it's actually worth giving a little mention because we're running out of time and down. We don't have chats on, don't we? Um, but mm -hmm. worth giving a mention to all the creative bits. Um, and people might not know. So the the ladies or, or folk that anybody can enter really the creative, but they tend to have two ca categories. A creative, realistic beard where you're trying to make a beard look real. So people will use actual hair. You know, the, the ladies are shaving their legs and sticking it onto a bit of cardboard to make the, the shape of a beard. Um, or they're, you know, fashioning their long hair, making it, you know, across mm. for a, a tash. Um, or there's um, a creative fake beard where they go all out. And I mean, a massive shout out to, to Alice Jelly, who's a, uh, a double world champion from from the Wessex, but she um, she has come up with some crazy things. If, if you go and have a little Google of the Whiskerinas, um, they're a massive uh, group of girls in America who go all out for um, creative fake beards. And I've seen brilliant things. I mean, on the, on the UK scene, certainly Suze Higgins, who runs the Oxfordshire Beard Festival, um, she come, she's always there and she has some amazing, they they, they just like crocheted and stuff. Craft, and a lot of people yeah, crochet ones. They yeah, get their cool. craft game on. Um, and it's really, really quite epic. Um, and he, actually a little shout out just to we're talking about beard on so wayne coulter um 
one of the DBFCs, he brought his wife uh, along and she actually won uh, her category. And it's like, it's a great yeah, place for brand new people, never even done it before, didn't even really know what was going on. They made a bid and, they, and they've won a, a trophy and a little bag of swag. So, um, yeah, it's a wholesome, good bit of a fun day out. Um, and there's also there's also worth mentioning is um i keep i keep trying to organize this and get people to do it and, and when one year we are going to smash it uh, it's a it's a festival in derbyshire called bearded theory yes and I'm it's in that. it's in may at catton hall and um i used to used to work there a, a few years ago with a business Fest i used taxi. to have Fest taxi is correct and it, it actually from, from if i'm correct i'm just trying to look quickly look on on the old wiki if i'm correct Yep, uh, it started off as a really small event, and I think it was actually it was almost like a beard competition. It was a gathering with a, a, a public house near uh, Carsington Water in two thousand and eight. Um, but I'm sure, I'm sure it had you know it's called bearded theory for a reason. But I'm sure it was like a, a a kind of a beard competition. But I think it'd be really cool if we could actually get loads of people from you know the beard community yeah just rock up literally and just be like try and see if we can break the record of the biggest group at bearded theory of yeah of bearded people and just be that that group like every who everyone is everyone who wants selfies with because it's it's bearded theory and we've all got beards and there's like 150 of us and that'd be i think it'd be amazing we need to we need to organize that that is something that needs to happen whether it's this year or next year I'm i think we need to try and get Big, big gathering on your on your toes right now, Dan. I, I can envisage why not we get like 150 t-shirts, beard mail t-shirts, and just give them to people, and we all go there. A beard mail visit to beard theory festival. I think we should try it. We should try it. I'll try and I'll try and contact uh, try and contact my old contact there. Um, although I don't know, I haven't spoke to him in a while. He might be like, I spoke to you in a while, Dan. You just want to organise a big bearded group i think but you know i think i think it'd be good i think it'd be good for them good for us it's a good festival as well it's quite nice i think it's about 10 or twelve thousand capacity at the last time i saw it um and it's one of those festivals that's on a good size site but not too big not too small not too many people not too mm. few that you can actually walk around without having to like bustle through crowds uh, i remember watching uh, ub40 and uh, being able to actually swing my arms around quite very close at the front of the stage and and uh, have the best the best time let's let's pop that in the uh, in the pocket for another day because i'm thinking maybe you have a beard mail competition at the beard theory i don't know but we're talking about beard competitions dan not beard festivals i feel left out i've never even been to a festival never even been to a festival. <gasps> then your first festival needs to be beard theory we well, yeah it's gonna have to be happen you know it could happen it could happen um, we're up to we're up to forty two minutes, Dan. We've got we've gone over a tiny little bit, but it's been enjoyable. There is so much more we could talk about with regards so to so much more, so much more. Um, but we've mentioned uh, a couple of good ones that are happening this year. So if you are coming along, um, come and say hello. Come and say hello. It's nice to meet people in real life when we only connected on the on the internet. Um, I'm looking forward to a year of uh, of bearding. There's some good comps coming up. Exciting times ahead, Dan. Exciting times ahead. So my confirmed ones are Opie's. Beard on the British beard and mustache champs. And don't forget Oxfordshire. Don't forget. Oh, I'm going to try and get on the Oxfordshire one as well. So once once we close this off, there's a couple of things that I need to do. Uh, I'm going to look at the Oxfordshire one because when I looked when I looked on their Facebook page, I couldn't see a link to tickets. Are tickets now live? Um, I'm not sure because they literally just announced it the other day. So that's what I mean. Yeah. So it's, if they if they are live, then obviously um, 
get your tickets because I, I yeah. when when you said that was that one is 10th September. September did I say yeah nice um yeah nice summer one on the riverbank like literally they've got a bit of a marquee outside of this the hotel pub and it's the like grassy bank and picnic tables and the river and that'd be beautiful Beautiful. sold it to me sold so that's four four weird competitions you'll see dan and four that you'll probably likely see demo for show you going tbbmc yeah i've got my ticket for that mate i'm also thinking about getting there in some emphatic fashion which is also top secret so you know you know i like to roll up to a bit i'll 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 let i'll I'll tell you all about how cool my my plans are for tbbmc i can't say anything on here because it goes live and people can hear it don't want to give away the game but i will tell you and show you exactly what i've got planned it's going to be freaking awesome that is a cliffhanger and a tease if ever i heard one so thanks everybody for listening and watching we'll see you all again for another podcast soon if you've got any ideas of what you want us to chat about let us know um we've also just actually recorded a podcast with a guest so if you've got any ideas of guests that you would like to have on the show with me and dan double d's d and d let us know but we are all up for ideas as we move into phase two of the beard mail podcast so thanks for watching we'll see you all soon do you want to say bye dan yes um don't forget to like subscribe share do your thing and uh, we'll see you next time bye 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 thanks for listening guys take care see you in a bit bye for now